So hi, one the Good Noise Podcast here with the Limelight Pod. Uh, we're gonna ask some questions today. I'm gonna start. So, uh, what inspired you to start the podcast? Oh wow! I mean, the idea of the podcast was probably around, I want to say October, and I sent out a bunch of like DMs and emails in general to people who I wanted to have on uh, related to the industry that we're, you know, we both have for a podcast, and uh, I didn't get a lot of people that came out to. Um, to to reply to me and then around april, i think april 11th or april 9th was like the first episode that was uploaded on the youtube channel which was with kevin lyman so it was like you know that was the first guest that we had moving forward and then it became like a you know like a full-time thing so it was pretty cool yeah yeah okay. sick. all right uh so as you said you've been doing this for a little bit of time out of all those artists and bands that you've interviewed which one of those has made you the most starstruck i guess Oh, honestly, it's just Kevin Lyman being the first guest. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, I've said this multiple times on the podcast itself. Um, we toured in 2017 for about 10 days in the Midwest. Um, and when I sent him a DM, he basically snowballed this podcast. Um, so I basically um, had, you know, a slight conversation with him. Like, we're going to work together and get a, uh, a podcast going. And then when I when we had a conversation, I was like, oh, man, like the last time I talked to you was like two years ago. And we were playing knockout on a barbecue uh, party after the day ended. So um, that was definitely my most like I, I guess it was starstruck. But I was more nervous because you're asking the 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 king of tours, the king of promoting shows in itself, like the questions that he's already been answering for so long so i was really nervous yeah coming up with questions that he hasn't gotten before would be tricky we we had had one booked with him and then it managed to fall through and we just haven't gotten around to attempting to reschedule that so yeah i'm Uh, sure he'll find time i mean he's so he's so busy all the time like he's always involving himself in something whether it's a festival or a nonprofit that he totally invest his time and heart into yeah so um so keeping on that train what's your most like memorable interview is it kevin is it someone else and it can Um, be positive or negative was there one that stuck out to you where you're like this one sucks (laughs) this one really sucks (laughs) (laughs) um i mean i've had conversations where um in general i it was hard to kind of grasp their mindset to having it not being an interview but also like having an open conversation about something but i i don't think i would have a a personal favorite but i would definitely say there have been podcasts where um it was difficult to try to manage the conversation i guess if they weren't into it i mean and that and 90 percent of the guests that came on the show already have been have been so open and so stoked to um conversate through whatever we wanted to discuss um, I mean, I've never met Andrew Wade personally, it, you know, the, the phenom producer for a day to remember and wage war and all those bands. But I mean, we had a good conversation. I had a good conversation with James Pelegi from harm's way. We don't know each other, but then I also had good conversations with my friends that I've known from like Chris Kelly, who was on galactic empire or, um, Bruce Wagner, who's a producer who produced, uh, the band that I'm in Poeta, our debut album, he produced golden fields and he's out in California. So I wouldn't say there was like a, yeah, I like a, a favorite, but I've, I've enjoyed all of them. But it has been there has been a couple episodes where it's like hard to grasp a conversation. Yeah, in I general, one hundred percent. and that's not anybody's fault. It's just you know sometimes it's just it's, it it's not how yeah. it's not working out. You know, yeah. yeah. 
completely valid. How about you guys? Have you guys have like any favorites or or um, dislikes in people you've had on? (laughs) A couple, a couple dislikes, but and those have never actually seen the light of day. The ones that we were like, these are so bad that like they can't actually go out. Oh no! Actually, for like other reasons, like they shit talked us after the fact, and like we found out stuff like that. So that's why they're sitting on my hard drive in the never seeing the internet folder. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great folder. Yeah, it's but a great like folder. favorites, mm, I really like talking to Nikki from New Year's Day. I feel like we don't talk about that one enough, but I really like Nikki. Um, Sky from Super Whatever, probably both of our favorites. I'm assuming, right? Well, I almost but, shit my pants when we had Bonnie on the podcast from San. Oh Atlantic. yeah, Bonnie San so, Atlantic was huge. Yeah, that was I was at work one. when Glory called me that we got it, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh fuck!" And I like lost <laughs> my shit at work. So <laughs> that was funny. That was good. Yeah. So those were those are cool ones for us, I guess. That is really cool. Yeah, because we're basically like um, in the same uh, industry and stuff. So, do you guys play instruments at all? Like, oh, do God, you guys? No, play... no really? No. Um, it, doesn't, no. it doesn't matter. You're still a part of the community. Yeah. Like, the community is what we need to do to build it together and like actually like you know bring up the newcomers or you know make the the modern ones relevant in mm-hmm. some ways. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, most of the interviews are pretty cool, but it's just like the ones that like the people I've listened to or seen live. Like we had Motion City soundtrack on the podcast, and I saw them live in January, right before the world ended. So like that was a full circle kind of thing. So the artists that I've been listening to forever are the ones that I'm like, holy shit, we're having yeah. them on. And your face was fresh to them. It's like, hey, I just saw you at my show. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so do you have any bands like your eye on any bands that you're trying to have on the pod anytime soon? that you want to spill the beans, uh, manifest. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, on the pod, I was going to say, I was like, I don't know. There's a lot of people I want to hit up for the podcast, but I am I have my eyes out for uh, Meet Me at the Altar. I think they're going to be the next. Oh, I mean, they're killing it. I mean, when they drop that song, I'm like, this bops just mm-hmm. as hard as Belmont or just as hard as a Knuckle Puck song. Um, I, I'm looking for bands. like like I'm looking forward to hearing bands like that. Um, I did hit up a couple bands. Um, I mean, I tried hitting them up. They said, like, maybe. I don't know. Like, it's just, you know, they're busy doing their thing. So um, I would like to have bands that are just interested in having a really good conversation. Um, But I would also love to, you know, I would also love to have an interest in their music in itself and their art. So, I mean, oh, like, I would, like, I hit up Stan Stan Atlantic. Um, I hit up... um, knuckle puck i mean i hit up a plethora of bands and, and artists in itself so it's just you know if anybody's having to have down to have a good conversation i think you know that's like what i'm trying to aim for yeah i mean meet me at the altar is like up here for us like they had always yeah. been but like we were waiting for the a new single or an album and then the signing came alongside it and oh like my god fuck because it's one of the big big press people now and we never get a response from those yeah so mm-hmm. like i'm like oh well, that's that's true i'm the same way so i reached out to their press and they said that they moved on to hopeless's mm-hmm. uh press so i'm like well because i'm not gonna hear from them then <laughs> yeah because like it, <laughs> which is okay like, yeah because yeah. like when they were signed with like big picture media or whatever i was like okay we can pull this off 
Natalie, we get along with Natalie. And then Natalie was like, actually, they got press people over at Warner. I'm like, well, uh, I've tried 450 million happening. times to get one specific <laughs> band and it's not working out for me. So if you want to put in a word, <laughs> yeah. tell them to check their spam. Yeah, Natalie's great, dude. Becky yeah. and Natalie are like my go-to girls right now. Natalie, like, I'm Becky, always con- my best friend right there. <laughs> yeah, she's cool shit, dude. Shout out to Becky. Shout out, Becky. You're an MVP, dog. For sure. Uh, so stepping away from the podcast for a second you actually have your own band that you mentioned poeta that's crazy that's awesome uh so congrats on your most recent release for that anxious racing how do you feel about response to that single so far (laughs) thank you um yeah yeah, no that that felt good to um release that felt great to release actually um we basically went on a hiatus for a little while after warp tour just personal reasons nothing crazy like nothing specific and i feel like that song in itself um that just we put out the emotions of how we felt through that that absent time Mm -hmm. so um yeah we're we're gonna probably release another song soon um i mean with the pandemic and everything in the industry changing uh we don't know how to market i mean we we kind of know how to market but i mean we're taking the idea of um trying to take advantage of the best situation that we can and and put the songs out there and get into the most eyes and ears of people so um yeah i felt really good about anxious racing (laughs) that that song was like in your face a little gritty um that's my kind of vibe as you know compared to the golden fields which was like really ambient laid back and alternative Mm -hmm. and um just pretty we were aiming for a pretty sound so Yeah. yeah you'll probably see more aggressive songs from okay, more good. releases eventually good. yeah, yeah we're a little sucks. angry oh, <laughs> thank it you. was so good man yeah. <laughs> of course thank you yeah music too so no. that, yeah. You, yeah yeah it was really good i appreciate it kevin kevin sings like a sweet baby angel i mean he's definitely a tenor like claudio sanchez or anthony green and then our guitar player dentino he's just dude he just writes phenomenal songs so mm-hmm. i mean it's just a it's just a it's a good collective group of guys that i work with for sure so that's good really privileged yeah uh so keeping on the topic of uh poeta what's the future looking like for you guys what do we got in the works here i mean i don't know what's the future looking like for a lot of musicians in this industry (laughs) like you know it's crazy like i we're you know and it's sad to say this to be honest like between us three and anybody that's listening anybody that's watching um i was kind of you know i'm still living at home um you know i have a healthy relationship but i I said to my um the guys i said i'm glad we didn't get out there on because i mean we were basically got our feet wet so i'm glad we didn't get out there into like a mid-tier level because we'd be really struggling like we all have full-time jobs we're also supporting ourselves um and if we were if we got a little bit bigger than i guess we were when we had some momentum it we might be in trouble like a lot of those bands out there so it's it's unfortunate to say in that kind of circumstance but i'm glad we're like in a situation where it's like we can still take care of ourselves but i mean right now for the future it's like keep writing and just keep and you know try to release and market songs but you know i don't see the industry opening up anytime soon until 2021 2022 not even you know um it just depends so I just feel really bad for the artists out there who have been doing it for so long um, that rely on touring as their bread and butter and mm-hmm. they don't have that anymore. They've been stripped with it. So I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard yeah. out there. 
It's definitely mm -hmm. an interesting time for sure, yeah. Yeah, hope it clears up soon, sooner than later. <laughs> That'd, That'd be, be nice. great. Yeah. How's your families and how's your has everybody in like your circle of family and friends like okay during this period yeah. of time? Been yeah. doing all right. I'd like to think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had a couple of covid scares over the past couple of weeks. My workplace it's been running through there, but I've I've been all right so far. Um yeah. what about you holding up and everything? Yeah, I'm holding up. I mean, it's crazy. Um where I work, I I had a I had like a low grade fever and they would not let me come in to work. Like I had to take yeah. a two week off absence and then get tested for COVID, which I was totally cool with mm -hmm. in a sense. But no, I'm, I'm doing great. Um, my, my girlfriend actually like I'm usually with her uh, nine times out of ten during the week, and uh, um, we we between her and myself like we both have family members who are vulnerable to the virus, so we don't go anywhere. Yeah. Like we don't, you know, like I mean, if we had to do essential things like go to the grocery store or get something to eat is through a drive through or a door dash or something. But, you know, we, we don't go out, you know, yeah. we're trying to, you know, keep the CDC guidelines like at bay with our mindset, not only for ourselves, but for the people who are involved in our families. You know, mm -hmm. it's just you just never know. I mean, the only person I really knew of who contracted the virus was a, my next door neighbor, his her, his mother passed away from covid and it's like oh, yeah and it's like it's you know it's real it's not yeah. you know it's not a fairy tale it's not fake news it's this is happening every day in america so mm -hmm. it's just uh people just need to take it into consideration and just look out for one another but so far we're doing pretty well we're just definitely, definitely being very uh we're not putting ourselves out there too much yeah i get yeah. that's yeah. 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 I mean, yeah you brought up that like and up until like it ran through my workplace a couple weeks ago, like no one in my close circle had come in contact with it. So it's not like I thought it was fake or anything. It was just like it hadn't personally affected me quite yet. So it was like, right. Yeah. So once it like hit, I'm like, oh, shit, you know, kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and it could. I mean, and some people don't even know they contract it. It's just they um, they hold on to it. Um I forget the word that it is uh, or the phrasing that it is, but like they just they don't have any symptoms of, you know, COVID in, in itself and oh, they yeah. contract it and they can pass it on still. So that's even scary. Yeah. So yeah, you just never really know. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I don't know. Lighter note. <laughs> um, where do you see the podcast in the next five years? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. Um, maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I just maybe the same that it's doing. Um, I have been having great conversations with people who have come on the guest uh, who've come on the podcast in itself. And uh, I would, you know, like to continue that on like a schedule that is uh, it's pretty flexible for me. So if that keeps it up, I don't know. I think I could see it in five years being, you know, just something steady, just something, you know, that I'm thoroughly enjoying, maybe, uh, you know, maybe have some guests on that might give me that starstruck moment. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that'd yeah. be like, cool, like, this happened. We had a conversation. I have so many questions to ask you because, like, I'm a huge fan. But, mm -hmm. um, no, I, I mean, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll be doing it for a while. So in the next five years, I could definitely see it, like, progressing. I just, you know, whatever happens, happens. I just love having conversations with people. I said this to my producer. I could talk to a brick wall for like three hours. Like, <laughs> so let alone human, yeah. yeah, human beings interacting with human beings. Like, it's just, I don't know. 
I could do that. If you put a couple beers in me too, like I'll definitely like talk to the drunk guy at the bar and like we'll talk for hours on itself too. So. <laughs> All right. You never know. Well, that's perfect mm-hmm. for a podcast host. Glory and I are both introverts, so we're not entirely sure how we're doing this and how it's going to translate when the world opens up and we can get like yeah. random interviews and stuff. We're completely mm-hmm. fucked. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean you'll still have you'll still have time to. Uh, go out to local shows and probably do it like at local shows in itself like yeah. maybe yeah. bring your your equipment out there yeah. you know what i mean but for the time being i think it's beneficial for us to do it at home because the only really way to have an interview is through skype and and through zoom and you know what's funny i actually had one like person like comment like a negative thing out of all the uh content i've released and it's like oh this video quality is crap i'm like if you watch your mainstream media, like they can't even get a good Skype connection. Like, yeah, exactly. Like it happens. I like to believe yeah. our connection is pretty stable. At least like Gloria and I always look pretty good, and it's like the guests who are like, "Oh man, that's like two frames every like yeah. minute." Yeah, it goes blue for a second. It's, yeah, it's it's, it, it's trying. It's just as long as the audio sounds good. That's like our. Yeah, that that's is... where we leave things. Mm-hmm. And that's what editing is for, for sure. Like, I have a strict I tried... no editing policy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no i didn't honestly really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i mean hey that's that's hey that's what you want to do like it's cool yeah. i uh i never edited either we started we started doing the podcast while well, i started doing the podcast i have my co-host now zach healy was a good friend of mine but um we i was doing it personally from twitch which was no editing it was just like have the podcast upload and now um i finally got my computer uh fixed a little bit there were some kinks into the podcast in itself where we like glitch out so like that i think that's the only editing i would really ever do mm-hmm. um or if somebody cops out of like skype mm-hmm. yeah, like, well, yeah that, that's like in. when i'm like i'll go through and edit but i'm not like sitting there scrubbing the audio and cutting out parts i don't like, oh, dude, like a whole day worth like yeah like <laughs> we're turning that. on an interview literally every single day i don't have yeah, time to sit day. there and interview and go through it and watch the entire thing yeah. yeah yeah i rely on my memory for that one and like the audio levels if it drops really low I'm like they probably cut out maybe yeah. so yeah maybe yeah every day too that's a lot i'm only putting out an episode like once or twice a week too you guys are really pushing it that's we pretty solid like don't sleep. i love that yeah we don't sleep at all <laughs> <laughs> and we neither do, do i we do it all in like three days too because i work a couple days and then like the weekends i'm out of the house and shit so it's literally Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. After three o'clock, we do everything yeah. for the entire yeah. week in those Sweet. three days. So it's great. <laughs> yeah, Glory, please. do you still do some editing, or is it all you, Shane? It, it's Shane all me. Shane records and edits and uploads. I promote. I set up everything. So when he uploads one thing, it sends it out to everything else. Oh, and cool. I set up, yeah. So I set up like the baseline stuff, and then he uses that stuff to put it yeah. out. I was Zach, like, if you're listening, you're gonna get more jobs. Just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just like since I'm recording everything, why would I like send the footage? Because I gotta upload it anyway. So why am I gonna upload the raw footage for Glory to then do the job that I could do that could make yeah. like it's still time out of my day to get it up on Google Drive, and then you gotta delete it and shit. So and then I gotta upload it yeah, or it, download it from my side. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. I've started recording before, but it's like. Sometimes I listen to music during interviews, but, like, really, really low. And, um, like, in the middle of one, I realized I was listening to Boyfriend by Big Time Rush on loop. <laughs> for the thing. So it's, like, I had to... in the background. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So um, so after that, I've just kind of, unless Shane says, hey, can you record this one also? I, yeah, I like, if my computer is giving me a hard time and I'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure if it's going to be stable... 
because that's the only thing is knock on wood i'm doing that really really loud i haven't had anything fail yet 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 and we've done oh god bless you interviews yeah but like my biggest fear is one fails and glory that's the one time glory isn't recording so it's, it's like, <laughs> of course it is yeah yeah and i mean we finally got like our obs settings to be the same because at one point glory had like oh 260 like or whatever i was yeah. like what the fuck did you so just bad. send me and it was the one oh, interview dude. i didn't show up for so i wasn't mm-hmm. there to record it it's like glory oh, no. i can barely use this like i will use it but this but is awful fine, dude <laughs> yeah the audio was fine so that's all that matters the audio i had to like take it and, like bass boost it Oh my god! Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So OBS is usually reliable too. Some sometimes it catches me on a bad day though. Sometimes OBS really catches me. I'm like, come on, man! Like, and I've I've done the thing where I it happened twice. So I downloaded, um, I recorded OBS. The computer failed. This was with Tom from from, uh, Thank You Scientist. Um, it failed. I had to go back in the Skype conversation and re-record. However. I had to I had to like a buy a converter because the setting I have it to is like, although you you cop down your computer reset, this is the file that you're capable of getting, but you can't putting it into like um like an Adobe program. So I had to buy this converter. What is it called? I have a hybrid. Yet. What's it called? I don't know. It doesn't really say what it is, but oh. Movavi video converter, oh, dude, oh, it cost me like a hundred bucks or something. I was like, oh, okay, Jesus. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take the hit. <laughs> so, okay. just, gotta get that out there. Um, you do know you can just throw it into Handbrake, which is free. <laughs> oh, dude, I am like computer illiterate. Like, because yeah, I, I, I am literally I, the, fur, the first person like to it, know anything about computers. It's MKV file or whatever is like the most stable one. Like, if you your computer crashes, right. it's possible. So, I I also record in that format to try to like, but obviously nothing picks up on it so i th- i have to throw every single interview through handbrake which doesn't cost any money so i know you've already spent a hundred dollars but there's your <laughs> there's your fact for the day handbrake is free and yeah. does the exact same thing <laughs> dude i really appreciate it honestly i just all i do is play drums so doing this podcast thing was like really like out of left field so it's like <laughs> great let no. me just <laughs> no i appreciate sure you guys sorry sure you guys like i don't know man like uh, I had a friend. That, I still have a friend that who like helps me every once in a while, and like I've had jokes with him because like I'm like I do. I don't know what to do, and this computer was crashing. Apparently, I needed some kind of new card, memory card. The memory card was crashing the computer, so I had to get a new one. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can hear my hard drive spinning right now, so it's only like a matter of time until that one goes. So I'm very worried about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. Um. So. For the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from the podcast and the band and uh, go to Death Row. Boom. So if you're on Death Row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Well, anything buffalo chicken is my go-to, like 110%. Um, I don't care if I have ranch or blue cheese at the side, but if it's like buffalo chicken cheesesteaks or salads or um, pizza or whatever, like anything spicy is like really for me and if it has to be a drink like i'll definitely have a cold yingling for it and just like kick back and you know try to enjoy the ride i guess i mean i wouldn't rather i would rather have a lethal injection than an electrical chair that's for sure (laughs) like i mean (laughs) i'm not trying to be shocked at that that sounds painful like it does just a little bit just a little bit yeah yeah all right so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live a fictional world 
Mm, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. As soon, as soon as I think of fiction, I just like flash back to my Xbox 360 days and play Halo. So maybe that's like my go-to. That's a sign. Just trying to be like John 117 mm-hmm. and like try to save the human race from the uh, covenant. Oh God, dude, those were the days. I'm yeah, play that now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't have much time to play video games anymore. So now you've got yeah. me like we got like what an hour off tonight. I gotta go play some video games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to have said it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? Green. Any specific, yeah, specific shade? shade. Oh. Whatever's in the background right here. The dark. That's okay. my favorite color. Emerald type <laughs> right. foresty. Yeah, like an emerald forest green. Dark right, so. green. Uh, yeah. So as I said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, Sure, yeah. I mean, we're, we're having our podcast on all streaming platforms on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, um google um and youtube as well video just like how you guys do it um and as well as uh poeta will be releasing new music um momentarily soon uh you can find it on youtube at poeta band and then for the limelight podcast you can find it at uh on all social media platforms twitter instagram limelight podcast just search that in the engine and you'll probably be able to you know see it come up momentarily so hell yeah all right uh well thank you for sitting out with us in the limelight podcast and we're the good noise podcast